a lot of the good moments like that and then you remember the not good moments that really just didn't didn't feel good but you know those those two those are the moments that that make you stronger those are the moments like for me that kind of fueled the next four years like i don't want to feel like this again Happy Tuesday and welcome to What Makes You Think. I'm your host, Nicole Langevin, and my guest today is actually making her third appearance on the show. The first time, side note, thank you for trusting me, that was crazy. She was known as a brevet judge, a three-time world champion, an Olympic silver medalist. The second time, she was known as the comeback queen, making her return to elite gymnastics after a significant break. And now you know her as the technical lead for USA Gymnastics. Joining me today is Chelsea Memel. Chelsea, welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. I miss you. I feel like I just used to see you all the time, and now I just see you on TV. <laughs> yeah, your life is very different uh, yeah. just in this past year. So how are you adjusting to all this traveling and everything? Um, it's it's a lot again, but um, I, I enjoy travel. The hardest part is obviously is being away from my kids and my family. Yeah. Um, but they've, they've been really awesome about it. Um, but that's just like that part is the hardest for me, but the traveling part is, is also something that I enjoy because I've, I've been traveling mm -hmm. my whole life. <laughs> yeah. And this is different than when you were competing though. The kids aren't going to come watch you do what you do. So of course that's probably a tough pill to swallow for them. Like, why can't I come with mom? Yes. Because yes, yeah. I am working the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the success that the team is having since you've stepped into your role as technical lead. And it's very interesting. You know, you're here today to talk about your book mainly. And it's really interesting to read the book and read your experiences and then look at what you're doing now. And, you know, you and I have talked a lot about parenthood. We've, I think we talk about that every time we talk somehow and how, you know, you you do the best that you can do with the information that you have and the skills that you have. And yes. from being a child who was parented, you take the things that worked and then you add your own spin on it. And I truly see you doing that right now. And after reading your book, it, it just becomes even more apparent, you know, the things that you've pulled and the changes that you've made. And it's not an easy undertaking. And it hasn't been that long. You kind of jumped in and just took off. Yes, that's what it felt like. It like jumped in like it was two feet all in and just haven't stopped really since because um, it's not even been a whole year in the position that yeah. will be coming up in June. Um, but yes, I, I'm still a little bit. Ha I have those moments where like I would not have believed you even if you told me <laughs> yeah. that, that I would I would be in this position. Um, but I, yeah, slowly trying to make changes and and just do our best, get, and still get get to know the team and get to learn all of these athletes um, and know them as people and gymnasts, and um, just try to support them. It's it's a it's a big undertaking. It's it's one I, I take very seriously, um, and know it's gonna I'm gonna continue to learn and grow in this role. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into the book. That's why we're here. Yeah. So you've written a book. I'm not surprised because you're you've got such a unique story and such a a rich outlook on everything. 
if it's okay with you, I pulled some quotes. I, we don't want to give the book away because we want people to get the book and read it and experience the whole thing. But I did pull some quotes um, that I thought would be a fun way to elaborate a little bit. Yeah. But here we go. I loved this one right off the bat. My parents got me into the gym, but they aren't what made me stay. Yes. How does that compare to your life right now with your kids? Because they're both competing now. I, yeah, I, I still can't believe that. More Audriel than Dashiell because Dashiell's, you know, a few years, few years older, but it is, it is the same. They're in the gym because I am there, but they're, they're not telling me that they don't want to be there, <laughs> which mm -hmm. is a huge bonus. Um, and Dashiell especially loves so much to do other things. And I, I love that for him. Like he just finished some basketball and we just sent him up for baseball and, he loves doing all those things and he loves like I love when it gets warmer outside that he loves to get home and he just stays outside and plays with That's awesome. or all that. And I, I love that so much. So I'm trying to model my parents in that way where they're yeah. going to be in the gym. It's just it's going to happen, but it's going to be their choice if they want to stay and continue in classes and compete. Mm hmm. And Audrielle's doing trampoline and tumbling, right? She is. Oh, it's so cool. That was all all of my sister Mars. She's like, um, she's gonna do TNT because she's too young to compete. Um, you know, and artistic. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. So, you know, she she's had we we've gone to a couple, you know, Iowa and Illinois. I'm like, she's five. She's five. But she has, if again, she's having so much fun, and and I love seeing that. Um, and I do. She's got some competitive fire in her. Um, oh, that's so weird. I wonder why. <laughs> don't know where she gets it from. Um, so it's so that 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 part to me is is really exciting because um, it's just fun to watch them have fun. Um, yeah. And she has state this weekend, which we're hosting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And Dashiell did a great at state. I, it's just, it's so funny. It's, it's really. And it's full circle. That's cool. And it is. It is. I am a gym mom. <laughs> <laughs> you are a gym mom. You're a lot of people's, you know, figurative gym mom, but yeah, you're a gym mom. Yes. So there's this other part that, that kind of comes after where I, from the outside, I don't think we realized how this probably felt for you. Uh, but the quote I have is, I didn't fully understand their decision at that age. I was sad and angry when they told me. I remember crying and asking, you don't want me here? Yes. So you felt kicked out? Yes. It, it was, I was like devastated. And I was just like, seriously? Um, I like, I can still remember like, because this was in our our old gym, like the old building. I was, you know, in the office. I can just, I can still like remember it. So yeah. just like, um, and that's just how I perceived it. I mean, that's that wasn't what they were doing, but right. that it felt um, to me. And obviously, it was it was the right decision um, at the time, and it and it worked out. But that was just like I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Parents are kicking me out. Yes. But no, it, it all worked out. And and we were, and it was all okay. Like we smoothed it over very quickly, but it was just like that, like, 
I don't get to stay here. Yeah, this is my home. So if you are brand new to gymnastics for some reason, we're referring to Chelsea training at her parents' gym and then them suggesting or making her go somewhere else for a bit. Okay, here's another one. I think we all know what this is. My mind reeled with outrage. I can't believe they're filming this. Oh, yeah, that was 04. Oh, my gosh. And we talked about this on your episode, which thank you for trusting me at the very beginning. I did not know what the heck I was doing with this, just coming (laughs) on and doing an episode. But we did dive into that. So that wasn't a surprise to me. But I like how, you know, we're talking about the 04 trials and like you said, NBC invaded. (laughs) You made a reference to it later on in the book, how they had invaded the gym at that point, but putting that whole thing on camera. And I love that you, you went into that and showed that even though there was a lot of stoic faces going on, there was so much more emotion behind that. And I like, I kind of like the fact that they were trying to get that, but you guys were not giving it to them. It was, you weren't playing for the cameras. And I think you referred to it as pageantry at some point in your book, which I thought was a really powerful way to put it. Yeah. It, I don't know. It just, it felt, I mean, yes, we've, we've talked about this and, and I, you know, wrote about it. It just didn't feel like it was the right thing to do. Like at that time, like, you know, we've, we've had teams named before and all of this, and usually it's, it's telling the team first so they know, and then presenting it. Um, and Mm -hmm. this was not what happened. Um, and it's just, this is like the biggest moment of a lot of our lives, you know, and we've worked so hard to get to this point. Mm -hmm. And of course, yes, there's going to be elation, excitement, and there's going to be people who are devastated because that happens all the time, but I don't feel like it's necessary to need to film that in that moment it's it's supposed to be exciting yeah so you know we don't yeah we don't need to see the ones that didn't make it and how that that's not exciting that's just sad and what really struck me was how vividly you remember every moment of that the details that you included about you felt on your brush by you on the way up i mean that's that's powerful stuff yeah it's yeah there's obviously there's things like that like you remember a lot of the good moments like that. And then you remember the not good moments that really just didn't, didn't feel good. But you know, those, those two, those are the moments that, that make you stronger. Those are the moments like for me that kind of fueled the next four years. Like, I don't want to feel like this again. Yeah. Yeah. And you said something else about this terrible uh, viewing in these intense moments. None of us had a routine to show we only had ourselves. So true. I'm just going to let that sit. Yes. Need to add on <laughs> that one. <laughs> no, it just it was worded really well. Then we have, <laughs> then we have uh, your dad bribing you to win worlds. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> there, there's a part in here about a little a little wager that you had with your dad. We're not going to give it all away, uh, but it worked out in your advantage. And the thing that I noticed was there was a handshake. And as soon as I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's their thing. Because I remember when you announced your comeback, he was very deliberate of shaking your hand to make it official. So is that a thing with you and your dad? 
Is that what makes things official? You know, I feel like it does because yes, yes, it is. If it's a challenge or if it or if it is like a bet for things like that, that is like the final like this is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of us is in trouble because they're going to pay up. <laughs> so it is a wager. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is really cool about this book? I like that you go in and explain from from the very first pull up how Chelsea Challenge started. That's really cool because I think a lot of people just see it as this thing that exists and not really, you know, seeing how it kind of was birthed from the very beginning. That was really interesting. Um, you also, there's a lot of gymnastics. I mean, g- gymnastics, people are going to love the rhetoric in here, just the the details, the behind the scenes stuff. It's, it's all stuff that we just eat up. But you also talk about your family. You talk about your proposal. Um, you show sides of yourself that you know we don't normally see because we're just watching you do this one thing. So I really appreciated that. I want to go into 2005 Worlds. There is a, a line in here that just stopped me in my tracks. You said, after Nasia dismounted, leaving the beam empty for me. And then it was this. It was like a long, dull mirror. <laughs> Can you talk about that? Well, it's just, you know, when you're competing and this, we knew like this competition, if we both hit like how close it could be and it, mm-hmm. and it would, um, and you know, you're seeing her compete and then it's your turn and it's just, it is, it's just like, it's this slow walk to the piece of equipment and you're trying to keep your cool and just be in your like mind. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Set what you need to do to get things done. Um, so it is, it's just, it is a very difficult moment to like fully describe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause it's just, it's that's yeah. Again, very powerful. And yeah. when you're up on that beam, there's nothing to hide. And no, it shows everything. It shows everything. And there is zero room for air. Mm-hmm. A long, dull mirror love it. Okay. And then we go into leading into, uh, I think this was leading into 2008. You said a lot of people didn't think I had a great shot of making the team and even wondered if I could get back to full strength. I'm curious, where did you, where were you feeling that from? Because I can't imagine people are coming up to you and being like, "Mm, I don't think you're going to make the team. What was making you feel that that was the public perception? Well, I mean, because I really didn't compete at all in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still wasn't at full strength because I went out and did um, China and Japan. Like we did the test event and then we competed in Japan. That was me and Bridget Sloan. Um, and I wasn't like I still I didn't have my full bar routine, um, tried a new floor routine. It didn't really it wasn't received very well so that, you know, we went back to the old one. Um And it just, it was, it was a really slow, long recovery process from my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and even in the beginning of the year, I didn't do anything in the beginning of the year because I was still working to get back. Yep. Yeah. I wonder like, so 2008, where were we in terms of social media then? I can't even like remember a time that we didn't have it, but. No, it was still very new um, because I'm almost positive that Nastia set up my Twitter when we were at the Olympics. So it was still, (laughs) 
that's how new it was. Like it was still not, I mean, there wow. was Facebook, yeah. but there wasn't, that was, that's what I remember. <laughs> were we, were we MySpacing at that time or were we Facebooking? I don't remember. See, look at that little bit of gold. Nastia set up your Twitter account at the Olympics. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. Just this, little... <laughs> so funny. So this made me laugh. You, there's this whole buildup that you've had your whole life to make it to the Olympics. You felt like you fell short in 04 and then you finally made it in 08 and you're like soaring above the clouds. And then you go, <laughs> and you go, then there was this holy crap moment, which felt like complete panic because I realized now I have to go and compete at the Olympics. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, because there is, there is such a buildup because you, I mean, you know, you make teams before you set it as your goal and you go and compete, but the Olympics is on like this, like pedestal. Yeah. And I hadn't made it before. Like I didn't make it the first time I set out to do it. So then, yes, you're so much focus goes into making the team mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. it is there was I it was legit panic like holy shit, I have to go do this now and this is the biggest stage mm -hmm. that we're going to compete on mm -hmm. so yes there was absolutely that panic moment <laughs> longer than a moment <laughs> yeah yeah it's almost summertime and that means precision camps are right around the corner now told you guys before we used to do like six or seven this year we were doing two full training camps and one mini camp so check this out june 26th to the 29th we will be at roots gymnastics in westfield mass and on july 14th to the 17th we will be at orange county sports center in goshen new york and september 22nd to the 24th is a mini camp at a2 gym and cheer in salem new hampshire why do you need to know about this? Because if you're a coach, you get so much incredible coaches education for absolutely free. Just bring some athletes with you. Not only will you get drills to break down high-level skills so you can start them early, you'll also get information on injury prevention, mental toughness, judging insight, artistry training, nutrition information, and team building. Yeah, it's a lot and it's awesome. Now, in addition to our training camps, we are also holding competitive edge workshops that will start in the fall. Right now, the one I want to tell you guys about is October 21st to the 22nd at Tongue River Twisters in Wyoming. This is open to all competitive levels, just like our camps. Day one is spent focusing on non-value part deductions, which are really those nitty-gritty deductions that separate the good scores from the great scores. We focus on footwork, posture, body line, rhythm and tempo on beam, artistry, showmanship, emoting, all that fun stuff for an entire day. The next day, athletes and coaches work with judges who will not only provide routine feedback, but also suggestions for improvement. And athletes will have the ability to implement those corrections right in front of the judges that day. All athletes will leave with videos of the judges' feedback, and we've got some other surprises too. So stop using mock meets and in-house meets before season to get your athletes ready. Bring in the competitive edge workshop. You don't need scores. You need feedback. And that's exactly what you'll get. If you're interested in attending or hosting a precision event of your own, shoot an email to precisionchoreo at gmail.com. 
35 years is a long time to stick with something. And this year, the folks at Tumble Track are celebrating their 35th anniversary, which is so weird to think that 35 years ago, somebody bounced on the very first Tumble Track. And I don't know about you guys, but it's hard to remember a time where there wasn't a Tumble Track in basically every single gym. My favorite thing about Tumble Track is they're constantly coming out with new products that show that they've really got their finger on the pulse of the changes in gymnastics, the progressions in gymnastics, and really what athletes and coaches need to progress safely. But now they've taken it a step further. Along with offering a long list of high quality equipment, Tumble Track really believes in supporting coaches and athletes with accessible education. So coming up this year, Tumble Track's hosting five live educational events. They've partnered with some of the most dynamic, experienced coaches in their field to bring you these hour-long webinars. And guess what? They're free. Make sure you're following them on social media and sign up for their newsletter so that you are in the know on all the things happening with Tumble Track. You can also visit them at tumbletrack.com. That's T-U-M-B-L-T-R-A-K.com. There's so much focus goes into making the team mm -hmm. and then it mm -hmm. is there was I it was legit panic like holy shit, I have to go do this now and this is the biggest stage mm -hmm. that we're going to compete on mm -hmm. so yes there was absolutely that panic moment <laughs> longer than a moment <laughs> yeah yeah and it's funny because you know one of the things for people that really you know follow our sport one of the the biggest earliest memories of you really quote unquote hitting the scene was O3 Worlds when you just got thrown in and you were like over here at Pan Ams and then boom over here and you just like looked unshakable. And so I again just really appreciate you sharing this stuff because it's it's a surprise. You're like, wait, you you thought it was a big deal? You just look like you just do whatever and hit and it's fine. So those were different though that worlds was different because i did not have time to stop and think like mm -hmm. there wasn't really that moment because i was competing at pan ams then it was like okay you're at worlds okay you're competing and i was like oh okay okay like, it wasn't like time and it yeah. was i was 15. I, I didn't really there was a lot it was just like you're competing okay okay and i'm just gonna do it but then <laughs> you know, you get a little bit older and I had already been through the Olympic cycle than it was. And I was like, yeah. Tell me about this. Actions speak louder than words. That means a lot to you. Can you explain that? It does. That, that means that is something that I've learned and mm -hmm. it's not something that, that just like came easily to me. And especially since becoming a parent mm -hmm. that actions speak louder than words because your kids well obviously they remember everything you say because they just do but they do they model your behavior and they see what you're doing and that's that's what they do so for me it it is like i feel that one so much and i and i try to live by it of actions speak louder than words because it's the same as do as I say, not as I do. Cause it's like, you can say one thing and do the other thing, but I, yeah. I want to, you know, lead a, a healthy lifestyle for them just to see it. Um, and also like take myself and my body seriously, but also I, I like them when they see me struggle and have to ask for help 
Um, Cause that's a big thing too. It, it's, it's hard sometimes to be vulnerable in different situations, but I try to let them see that too, because I think that's important, especially in this day and age, because there's so much out there on social media <laughs> that you only see like the goods and the highs and you don't always yep. see the lows or all the work that goes into something. So for them, I loved that they were a part of my comeback and got to see the training and all of the work that went into it and what we did here at home or this or that. And then they got to be a part of it. Um, and then also for the coaching side of it is for me is, is the same thing. I mean, and it, it will get different as I get a little bit older, but it's, it's like right now I still, I never give a conditioning assignment that I would not happen and do myself. Um, one, just cause I love conditioning. I love being strong. I love how I feel and I'm happier when I do things like that. But again, it's the same thing. Like you bring, I like to bring the energy and the excitement into conditioning. Cause I know a lot of people don't like doing it. Yeah. So if I can be that energy for it mm -hmm. and hopefully a little bit rubs off on the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, that's always my goal. Yeah. They, again, it's just like, they can watch you through you instead of telling them what to do or just sitting and being like, or being like on your phone and just saying, okay, keep doing this, keep doing this. Right. I don't think that's good model behavior. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you know, the whole thing with us only seeing the good side I think what that starts to tell kids also is that that's the only side that's acceptable to show. And that if you need help, if you ask for help, if you're struggling, then that's bad. That's a negative. And that can lead to some really dangerous things later on. So yeah, I totally agree. I mean, showing, showing the ability to recognize that you need help and then asking for it, that is a strength in itself. You mentioned in your book that you're actually really glad that they got to see you fall. Yeah, absolutely. I, again, it's, it's the same thing as what I just said. It, it is, it is a lesson. They saw me fall, but then they saw me get back up. Mm -hmm. and, and they saw everybody cheer for you too. And it's okay. It's okay. We're going to make mistakes. Nobody is going to lead this life that is going to be perfect and never have, you know, any adversity that they're going to face. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially if you choose to do a sport, there's going to be ups and downs and that's okay. It's expected. And again, it's it's how you respond to it. Mm -hmm. Are you going to learn from it and grow from it and say, you know, and that's, that's again, for, for competitions, mistakes I made in competitions or this or that, I was like, all right, I don't want to do that again. How do I fix my training and tweak my mindset going in? So that doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. And it might <laughs> It might not work the first time or the second time. It might take a few more and trial yeah. and error and see. Um, and that's okay as long as you keep going. Mm -hmm. You keep going, that's for sure. All right, here's, here's one of my favorites. Hi, I'm the old crazy lady doing gymnastics again. Yes. Icebreaker. Come on. I know lots of people are thinking it, so it's just a lot easier to say it. Because at that point, you don't really care. And that's how I feel. Like, I I didn't think any word of that was untrue. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you're, you're very humble, too, because you weren't just doing gymnastics. Let's be real. I know it started that way. 
but you <laughs> very legitimate in what you were doing. Absolutely belonged there. But then you come back with this, uh, seriously, you put me with her, we're on different levels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I that was in it. reference to Simone, correct? It was in reference to Simone, and that's how I felt. So I was like, really, <laughs> really? Thanks for that. Thanks. <laughs> He's awesome, by the way. But it was just that moment of, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Here's the last one. I see women who give everything they have to their families and communities and then run out of energy for themselves. That is you through and through, making sure that you're not doing that, making sure that you're not only giving, but you're actually taking for yourself. And that's not selfish. That's actually making you more well-rounded. And again, we talked about this in your first interview, makes mm -hmm. you a better mom, makes you a better wife, makes you a better family member, friend, all of that, because you are saying, hey, I, I need something too in order to be a whole person. Yeah. Awesome message. Absolutely. That is, again, that is one that is very, feel that one a lot. That is very close. And I take that one very seriously because I, again, I, I just, I saw, I, I, know what it did for me in my life. And I didn't, same thing. It took time. I didn't know I needed it until I started doing it. Yeah. And then I was like, whoa, this is such a difference. And I, it, it, it isn't selfish. You do need to do something that is for you and you only, and that you enjoy and it, and it brings you joy and it fills you up because it, it fills everything else. Um, and that is, you know, that is what it started out is just working out. That's what that did for me. That's what gymnastics did for me. And, you know, now it's still, it's working out and it's playing in the gym a little bit when I get the chance to. Um, and I'm finding other things like that. It's teaching my adult class. It's running the adult camps and being in that amazing adult gymnastics community. Mm -hmm. You know, it is working with the national team and trying to help guide these athletes. So there's there's more things that now that I'm finding that isn't just specifically me doing gymnastics, even though that is still one of them. It's really fulfilling for me to know that there are other things too yeah. <laughs> um, that can help that. But it started with just one thing. Yeah. It's so easy to lose yourself because you're told. And I, I still believe, I tell my kids this all the time, like they're my most important job. When they tell me I'm a good mom, when they say, you know, when they say thank you for things, thank you for what you do, it's like that, that is the number one best heartwarming compliment ever because you are my most important job, but you're not the only job. Right. No, <laughs> it's absolutely. very easy to lose yourself. It, it is. Um, but yeah, even just, a mem just last night, Corey and I did a couple laps around the field and Audrey came running out to meet us on our last lap. And she's just like, I love you. And it was just so sweet. And then she started singing a song about how great we were. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, this is the coolest thing ever. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that's not going to last. Mm -hmm. But like you said, that is like, you didn't, I didn't ask her to do that. She mm -hmm. did that all on her own. Yep. Um, and Corey and I were just, you know, we were both at a loss for words for a little bit because there's so many times that you question yourself as a parent. Oh, are you every right? damn day. 
are you doing what's best for your kids? Are you doing, are just, again, are you doing this right? And it is in those moments for just that short span of time, you're like, okay, well, I'm doing something right. So yeah, yeah. doing it it right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, you know, we didn't get into everything, but you guys should definitely check out this book. If you want a lot of behind the scenes, you want to know what's going on behind the stoic face. Sometimes you, you go into, you know, your choice to return to training with your dad, how that was. It's not exactly what you would think, how that all worked out and, and how you guys approached it. You talk about American Ninja Warrior. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot there. I think it's a good read. It's an easy read. You know, I was pulling these quotes was very easy. Many times where I was just like, whoa, that is perfect. That is gold. And it resonates. You don't have to be an elite gymnast for this book to resonate with you. So congratulations. How can people get this? Amazon. Okay. That's where we can go. There's links in my bio and all of that. But yeah, Amazon. Okay. Yeah, it's Chelsea Challenges. But the funny thing is, like, we talked forever about, like, what it was going to be. And then it was just happened. It was just like, you just keep coming back to that. So that's what it is. And like, all right. Yeah. So it's Chelsea's Challenges instead of Chelsea Challenge. Yes. Okay, got it. But there's a sub part too. What's the, there's like a tagline after that, isn't there? There is. Lessons learned from an Olympic gymnast, I think. I think. This is, this is me and mine, and then that's that. That's what I'm saying. We're just gonna guess on the name, guys. You can go find it. <laughs> Chelsea's book. Chelsea's book is on Amazon. Well, this, thank this you. My brain, right, where I'm at right now. You've got a few things going on. Um, okay, question for me directly. What are we doing with your choreography? It, should, it needs to go somewhere. I know it needs to do something because I've had to like relearn it and watch the video three separate times um because yeah. i had to do it they asked to see it at, at my adult camp mm-hmm. um, so i did it for both camps and then i just did it again at my meet it was i did before our um super team challenge session which was amazing and so much fun mm-hmm. our partners were like um i think you should do a performance and i was like i'm sorry what <laughs> Did you tumble? I do. I did layouts because, you know, this was the real hard floor and I was not actively training. So I did. We made it into a three pass routine with two big layouts and a front layout. Nice. But I did the whole routine and I love it. So, yes, I am open for ideas. Okay. So it's a good one. We worked very hard on that choreography and it's super cool. And I don't think anyone's going to do it exactly like you, but I think it should land on someone eventually. I keep that mind. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you go because you have a million things to do and the day has just started. Thanks for coming back and joining. Thank you for writing this book. I think it's going to be a really, really cool experience for people to read. And maybe there'll be a second one. <laughs> this one took me, this one was short and sweet and it took me a while, but the, there is more detail we can get into. But this, yeah. this is what we landed on for this one. Yeah. Well, I just think there's more, really, there's more stuff that's going to happen with your new role and all of that. So you definitely will have the material to probably write three more books, but we'll (laughs) stick to this one. Chelsea's Challenges on Amazon. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. 
And that's the show for today. Chelsea, thank you for coming back yet again. If you guys are wanting to purchase Chelsea's book, you can find it on Amazon, and I have the direct link in the show notes. Also, can you guys just like not get enough of behind the scenes stuff in gymnastics? Because I definitely can't. So if you are like me, I want you to go over and subscribe to the YouTube channel, What Makes You Think Podcast, and check out the Gymnastics Conversations playlist. It will fill that void of just needing to know everything about our sport. I'm going to keep adding to it with suggestions by you guys as well. So if you want to reach out to me directly, you can email me at youthinkpod at gmail.com or find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Nicole Langevin Consultant. The G sounds like a J. And on Twitter at youthinkpod. Okay, bye.